Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 Donald Trump turns his legal woes into campaign cash President Trump we have your back this is not about you it's about us The Southern Baptists give the boot to a mega church No one is asking any Southern Baptist to change their theology I'm not asking you to agree with my church I am asking you to act like a Southern Baptist who have historically agreed to disagree on dozens of doctrines in order to share a common mission. And a former Marine faces up to 15 years for the death of a homeless man on a New York subway. I was scared for myself, but I looked around. I saw women and children. He was yelling in their faces, saying, saying these threats. I couldn't just sit still. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Thursday, June 14th. I'm Mike Scott. Just one day after pleading not guilty to felony charges of mishandling classified documents, former President Trump's campaign announced that it has raised nearly $7 million since Trump appeared in court in Miami on Tuesday. Of the money raised... Over $4 million came from online donations, while $2.1 million was collected at Trump's golf club in Bedminster, New Jersey, where he spoke on Tuesday evening. The fundraising hall reflects the broad support that Donald Trump continues to enjoy among many Republicans, including South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham, who told Sean Hannity on Fox News that the former president should remain optimistic about his electoral prospects. We got your back. President Trump, we have your back. This is not about you. It's about us. You could take the Dalai Lama and make him the Republican nominee that tried to destroy his life. They hate conservatism. This is a bunch of BS. President Trump, you're going to prevail. You're going to be the Republican nominee, and you're going to be president again. Just hang in there. Not all Republicans share Graham's enthusiasm, however. Nebraska Congressman Don Bacon, speaking with reporters yesterday, expressed major concerns that the Trump indictment will ultimately doom Republican chances in 2024. Well, I think it's obvious what the president did was wrong, and we just got to be honest. I mean, to have thousands of secrets in your house, showing them to people that were not read in, and then giving back some of it, but saying you gave back all of it and lying about it. I just, there's no way to defend that. And I just think the emperor has no clothes. And if we need to have some Republicans stand up and say that, because come around after the primary, I guarantee you the other party is going to be saying this. Mm -hmm. And I think it will, will cost us the November election. Members of the Southern Baptist Convention are meeting in New Orleans this week, and their agenda looks a bit like Cajun gumbo. A lot of strong flavor and plenty of spice. Among the measures voted on by convention delegates, 
known as Messengers, was a resolution to uphold the decision to kick Saddleback Church of California out of the denomination. The reason for the decision? Saddleback Church has ordained women as pastors, a move that Southern Baptists on the conservative side, like Albert Moeller, believed to be contrary to the convention's doctrine. In the year 2000, the words, the office of pastor is limited to men, as qualified by Scripture, was inserted because 30 years ago this issue threatened to tear this denomination apart. The definition of friendly cooperation came down to the fact that that was an issue that would endanger the cooperative cohesion and faithfulness of the church, of the Southern Baptist Convention. And in particular, we look to this issue because... Southern Baptists decided this is not just a matter of church polity. It is not just a matter of hermeneutics. It's a matter of biblical commitment, a commitment to the Scripture that unequivocally, we believe, limits the office of pastor to men. Speaking on the floor of the convention, Moeller continued suggesting that limiting the role of pastor to men would actually bring unity within the denomination. It is an issue of biblical authority. It is one that has actually led to the unity of the Southern Baptist Convention as Southern Baptists have gone forward with an issue of clarity here, which has greatly made our doctrine and order a matter of unity and harmony. It is the unity and harmony of the Southern Baptist Convention that is now at stake. Rick Warren, the founding pastor of Saddleback Church, also spoke at the convention, making the case that the issue of women's ordination shouldn't be divisive. If doctrinal disagreements between Baptists are considered sin, we all get kicked out. You'll never get 100% of Baptists to agree 100% on 100% of doctrine. That's why our Constitution says that churches must closely identify, not completely identify, with our confession. Now, the Baptist faith and message is 4,032 words. Saddleback disagrees with one word. That's 99.9999999999 in agreement. Isn't that close enough? Warren's arguments did not convince many at all, as the messengers voted overwhelmingly to oust Saddleback. In addition, in a separate vote, an amendment reinforcing the denomination's teaching on the exclusive ordination of men was passed by a similar margin. And while inflation may be cooling off a bit, it's not happening fast enough for Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell. Speaking at a press conference in Washington following a Fed Open Market Committee meeting on Wednesday, Powell announced that the Fed would not be hiking interest rates. In light of how far we've come in tightening policy, the uncertain lags with which monetary policy affects the economy, and potential headwinds from credit tightening, today we decided to leave our policy interest rate unchanged and to continue to reduce our securities holdings. While the Fed rate remains unchanged for now, Powell reaffirmed the Fed's commitment to reducing inflation to the central bank's target of 2%. The Fed is expected to raise rates twice more before the end of the year, This pause in rate hikes followed 10 straight hikes in 15 months. In New York City, a former Marine charged with manslaughter for placing an agitated subway rider in a fatal chokehold has been indicted. Former Marine Daniel Penny was charged last month 
following the death of Jordan Neely. The indictment Wednesday is simply a procedural step that will allow the criminal case to continue. Neely, a homeless man, was well known to local authorities. He was shouting at passengers, begging for money, when Penny pinned him and held him in a chokehold back on May 1st. In a video released by Penny's attorney earlier this week, Penny described the situation on the subway car from his perspective. A man came on, stumbled on, he was, appeared to be on drugs. He ripped his jacket off and, violent, and threw it at the people sitting down to my left. The three main threats that he repeated over and over was, I'm going to kill you, I'm prepared to go to jail for life, and I'm willing to die. Penny went on in that video to explain his reasoning for placing Neely in that chokehold. Some people say I was trying to choke him to death, which is also not true. I was trying to restrain him. Penny's lawyers say they're confident a trial jury will find his actions fully justified. A new poll shows that a majority of Americans now believe that President Biden and his family accepted payments from foreign nationals to influence American policy. It's a poll from the Trafalgar Group revealing that over 53% of those surveyed now believe that the president, his son Hunter, and others have been involved in influence peddling. These poll results come as congressional Republicans are turning up the heat on their investigation of President Biden and his son Hunter's business dealings. Speaking on Newsmax with Eric Bowling, Senator Ted Cruz described his efforts to get a straight answer from law enforcement officials. The last week has been, we've seen bombshell revelations. We've had a whistleblower come forward who said that a confidential informant came to the FBI and gave the FBI testimony and evidence that Joe Biden, when he was vice president, received a $5 million bribe from a senior official at Burisma, the Ukrainian natural gas company, in exchange for official actions as vice president. That is a big, big deal. That was apparently memorialized in a report written at the FBI called an FD-1023. And so yesterday, the deputy director of the FBI was testifying in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee, and, and, and I tried to press him on this, and number one, ask him to confirm that the FD-1023 uh, contains evidence that Joe Biden was personally involved in receiving a $5 million bribe from a foreign national. He refused to answer that question. The Biden White House is remaining tight-lipped about Republican claims and their ongoing investigation. And finally, a bizarre story coming straight out of Harvard University Medical School, where FBI agents have arrested six suspects who allegedly trafficked in stolen human body parts, including remains from cadavers at that school. Among those arrested was Cedric Lodge, who worked as the manager of the morgue at Harvard Medical School. Lodge is accused of stealing organs and other parts of cadavers donated for medical research and education before they were to be cremated. Authorities allege he would sometimes take the stolen remains from Boston to his New Hampshire home between 2018 and 2022. Authorities say he and his wife, Denise, who was also arrested, would then sell the remains. 
One of the buyers identified by law enforcement is Katrina McLean. Her home was raided by FBI agents earlier this year, and a neighbor described the scene to WBZ Television in Washington. They set up two tents in the backyard. They spent eight hours here. Harvard Medical School released a statement saying the incidents are, quote, a betrayal of Harvard Medical School and, most importantly, each of the individuals who altruistically chose to will their bodies to Harvard Medical School through the anatomical gift program to advance medical education and research, end quote. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. 